So today we talk with my roommate Laura. She is a graduated theater major, if that made sense what I just said. Um, we talk about how COVID has affected um, her when it comes to theater and auditions, and she talks about how she overcomes rejection and stays positive. Enjoy. y'all welcome back to mentally a badass my name is justine and today i have the person that i live with under the roof of where living happens a person that i have known since 2016 at the most magical place on earth the one who has been there for me when i'll cry in a corner we have my roommate slash Friend, Laura, welcome to my podcast. Hi, everyone. Happy to be here. <laughs> did you like my intro? Oh, I did. <laughs> that was very, very well said. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. So we are going to be talking about theater and the crazy life in the theater world and the pandemic. Are you excited, Laura? <laughs> I'm excited. I mean, that was very theatrical. Like, I see what you did there. It was a wonderful performance right there. Thank you so much. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> watch people just like click out, be like, oh God, these girls are so annoying. <laughs> oh my God. All right. So, we all know we are currently in a pandemic. We are currently in a pandemic. We and, are. And it has not been fun, especially for people who are in theater. And if you are in theater listening to this, you can relate and you should totally follow this podcast. So Laura has a story that she would like to tell us about her experience in theater life and overcoming the things not working out. Laura, so, it is a badass. And she is going to tell us how she, you know, goes through those feelings and, you know, go, you know, tells us everything that goes on in her head. So Laura, I'm ready for your story. All right, we're we're gonna get in my head there. You know, we're gonna we're gonna talk. That's about what we some... do here. We get inside your head. Get inside my head. Oh my god. <laughs> we're gonna talk about some stuff, theater stuff, which is always fun. Yeah. Okay. So picture life in 2020 before it became 2020. How was life back then? 2019. Remember those days? Yeah, I remember those days. You know, it's what they talk about in our history books. It feels like you know back in the day. Back in the good old days. The good old days. When we didn't have to wear masks everywhere we went. Yes, and we have a we have now we're definitely more focused. We should always have hand sanitizer. Oh yes, we should always have hand sanitizer, and then we didn't have. Oh, okay, that's gonna be a whole different story. Anyway, yeah. moving on with theater. So before the toilet paper struggle, <laughs> before the pandemic occurred, and we all were stuck saving the world by staying on our couch. Saving the world by staying on our couch. <laughs> I was in a show, and the show was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And then. Sometime later, I got cast in my first professional show. Mm -hmm. Now, I have a BFA in musical theater, and mm -hmm. obviously, performing in a professional show has always been the goal. Yeah. You know, it's a great, it's where the money comes in, and it's a wonderful mm -hmm. opportunity, and it also opens the door to so many wonderful opportunities. Right. And I knew other people in the show. They're wonderful, talented, professional folks. Loved working with them, and I was so excited, especially, like, after the year, 2020 staying on the couch not doing anything i recorded a cabaret inside our living room 
that was that was fun. But yeah, I was so excited to get started on the show and my dreams coming true. The world was wide. Like mm-hmm. you were there the day I found out. I yeah. was so happy, jumping up and down. I immediately called my parents, like, yeah. Ma, I did it. <laughs> and the wine was out. It was all the wine was out. <laughs> yeah, I remember we're on a we were on like a, a Zoom call with some people. Wait, you were? We were, remember? It was the first, like, wine happy hour thing. Oh, my God, yeah. I remember because it was my first happy hour for One Hope. I remember, yeah, it was a happy hour. That was the happiest of happy hours. Right? Yeah, it was my first happy hour, and it was your celebratory hour. Like a life achievement checked off the list. Yeah. And I'm preparing for rehearsals to start, getting ready to know the cast and knowing more people in the show, learning the music. It was all so much fun. Then a few months later, this all happened at midnight, by the way. Don't know why I didn't just go to bed, but I was staying up like a badass. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, we, we have a Facebook group that all the actors and crew are in. Mm-hmm. And director posted that the show was no longer continuing. Mm-hmm. That the show was canceled. Mm-hmm. Now, the reasons, it was very understandable. Yeah. You know, I think an investor backed out, but actually, I don't really want to go into the details. I thought it was so. I thought it was maybe these are two different shows, but I think there was one that you were, it was going to be in person, and I was going to go to it. Yeah, was that, that the same one? That was a different one. Oh wait, why did that one get canceled? Well, that one oh, also that was got because canceled of, because of the pandemic. Oh, okay, yeah, I forgot. Okay, but yeah. She said that the director said that unfortunately we wouldn't be able to continue. This is all very long post and I remember feeling just shattered yeah like you know when you're in a really a really long relationship and then that relationship just ends or yeah. not even a long relationship just a relationship I felt like I was broken up with really with this show interesting that's how I felt like everything was going so well yeah in light of this pandemic and then right. it just came crashing down yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like when things, like you, when things, it doesn't. How it also it just blindsided you. It really. I remember. Did. I remember you telling me that, and I was just like, "Why?" And then I, I don't know. Did you say? I think you said you didn't know, or you, you knew because it was the investment thing. Well, you and I were reading the message the director. Oh in. yes, I remember. Now. Like it was completely out of their control. It was completely out of the creative team's control. Yeah. But the reality was the show was just not happening. Like all those doors I thought were going to open for me, they were closed. Yeah. So that's definitely like, like I feel like a lot of people in my audience can relate, like not just in theater, but just like in life overall, when you, when, when you, when something so good is happening and then just being like knocked down like that. And the reason I brought up the other one, I don't know if it was, I don't know it was a different one because this was of course out of your control with the pandemic how I was like really excited to like, you know, see you at the thing. And then like, it's was canceled because of the pandemic. And I knew how excited you were about that. And then that happened to you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I feel like, I felt like so bad. Like, why does this stuff like keep happening to Laura? So that's definitely like what I want to talk about is like, like basically just a topic of when bad stuff just keeps happening, but you know, you just got to keep, you know, pushing through, um, through things like that. Exactly. And I feel like I really need to clarify this show that I'm talking about that was canceled. This happened during the pandemic. I was in a show before the pandemic as well. Yeah. But that obviously got canceled because 
Corona was spreading like wildfire. Yeah. And Disney World was closing. The whole world was closing. Right. And if you were a good person, you stayed at home fighting the war against coronavirus <laughs> from your couch. Yeah. And I think this is the one that you went to, like, a lot of rehearsals and everything, too. Yes. Yeah. And Having the time of my life. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we talked about how you felt. So tell me, like, what things you would that you would do to you know, cope with that emotion feeling like, like you said, that you feel like you got like broken up with. Well, the first thing I feel like every girl does in that situation is call their mom. (laughs) God bless my mother. I called her at midnight in Orlando time. And I'm from Nebraska. So this is like 11 PM Nebraska time. So not terribly. At least it wasn't like Paris and it was like seven in the morning or eight in the morning. Oh God. (laughs) I wish, I wish we were in Paris. Wouldn't that be a treat? Yeah. But yeah, so I called her just because they all had plans. My family had plans to come see me in this amazing show. Yeah. And now I had to tell them, unfortunately, it's not happening anymore. I'm crying because, you know, my dreams were crushed yeah. to me. And just crying and getting all the wallowing, getting all that stuff out of the way. Mm-hmm. Mainly just so I can sleep it off because, as I said, it was midnight and I still had a job to I do what I was doing. Wait, you talked to me that night. Did I? I don't know. I might have talked to you before I got the news. The news with the one with the investment one. I I thought I we we spoke at a nighttime. Wait, was, I think we did the next day. Oh yeah, it was, it was probably the next day. I was probably like I don't know what I was doing at midnight. I know plus if you're I couldn't hear cross I don't I couldn't hear anything you were doing on the other side of the apartment. Your room was pretty far away. Yeah. Now it's not. Now I'm right by you. You, we are right across the hall. And you get to hear everything in my room. <laughs> Me blasting my either ghetto, sad, or... Kardashians? Yeah, who else all the Kardashians? <laughs> I hear Kim or Courtney every now and then. <laughs> You're going to hear them again tonight. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm obsessed with them. Yeah, it's really interesting. And also, we can, since our bedroom, not our bedrooms, our, like, bathrooms, like, right in between, we, like, here. Like, for me, when I go into the into the shower, I play, like, some type of, like, like um, rock music or whatever. And then I hear you play, like, some Disney music. And we're just so different. It is so different. <laughs> I just play some, like, ratchet music. And then you play, like, Disney or a song that I never heard of that's probably somewhere in Broadway. Yeah, it's been a lot of Broadway soundtracks. Hairspray has been. I heard the hairspray recently. I was jamming to that. I heard You Can't Stop the Beat. I was like, yeah. You can't stop the beat. You can't stop the motion of the ocean of the sweet and the thought. And you got something. Yeah, I I was in Hairspray in high school. Ooh, which one? Were you Tammy? I was Tammy. Oh my God, I love Tammy. Yeah. I was like, Tammy. Yeah, so I, I I heard that one. I was like, yes, my jam. I was like jamming out in my room. Like, yeah, that's actually really good, like shower music. It inspires you. You can't stop the ocean of the ocean of the love and you got something. Okay, that's my little debut. Okay. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about, so you got all those motions out, girl. You got it all out. Yes, you got to let it out. Otherwise, you can't move on. You got to let it out first. Yeah. So how did you move on? Well, by moving on, I just had to pick myself up and be like, okay, that show is done. It's gone. It's now in the history books along with the pandemic. So, you know. Pandemic's not really in history just yet. Can't oh, it will be. It will be in our grand. It will be in our grandkids' history books, and they're going to oh, ask us, 
what life was like during the pandemic. Like we asked our grandparents what life was like in World War II. Oh my God, I still can't believe we're living through this. I really cannot wait to see what these textbooks look like. They're gonna be like TikTok and like- They're all gonna be on iPads or something like that. How are you, I mean, honestly, who knows? It's gonna be like iPad, like the 50th edition or something like that. It's gonna probably be just like a hologram. Probably just a hologram. We gotta save the trees. Oh my God, exactly. And it's gonna be showing, oh my God, it's gonna be showing out the, the toilet paper little thing and oh my god and like the iced coffee little mixed thing that people with diy and like the coronavirus like all those memes and <laughs> all the memes i almost said vines is vine still a thing no oh okay. vine's dead it is dead yeah vine's dead musically it's not tiktok myspace is dead myspace is still there like myspace is still a website really yeah it's just like no one really talks about it. I had MySpace for like five minutes and then my cousin introduced me to Facebook and I'm like, okay. Oh my God. I had MySpace like when I was in third grade. Yeah. Wait, MySpace is that old? Yeah. So MySpace came out. Oh, wait, let me not. Okay. When did MySpace come out? 2003. Damn. Yeah. 2003. So when I was in third grade, I was nine. So what is nine plus, wait, five? Oh, wow, probably did come out then. Maybe like, let's see, five, six, seven, eight. If so I yeah, do, probably like 2004, 2005, I got a MySpace. I was going to say, if I do math on this podcast, I'm going to. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to sound really stupid. No, honestly, and none of us can do simple math anymore, but this is why we have calculators. Um, I, lo- I lost track of what we were supposed to be talking about. Oh, I think it was a good conversation. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I had MySpace like when I was in third grade, and I was like, I would remember I would like hide it from my parents. Were you not allowed to have MySpace? I don't know, I never asked. But We're- then again, like a nine year old on like the internet, sketch. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's probably like less sketchy now because it's a different world, but like being on MySpace has always seemed like, like a bad thing to go on. And I remember when I had MySpace, my sister found my profile. And at the time, I didn't have a picture. I think I just had my my first name or whatever. And she, like, knew it was me. And I remember she, like, messaged me in the inbox. She was like, I told you no MySpace. And I just ignored her. <laughs> there you go, badass. <laughs> Ignore. And then I remember Facebook came in 2009. And people were like, oh, get Facebook. It's so much better. And I was like, it's kind of boring. Like, in MySpace, you can choose. Like, I, could, I can make it pink and purple and put some music. And Facebook was just, like was just like blue and white and just boring. I was like, it's only for old people. Now we're the old people. Oh, and you could also only like pick five top friends or something that, <gasps> that MySpace That was on MySpace. Had. I, didn't have, I think you could do up to 10. Up to 10? It was up to 10. You can choose. Yeah. I feel bad if you were the popular kid in school and you had to pick <laughs> only 10 friends to be in your top 10. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I was 10. I remember how much drama that caused. I know. It was full of drama. Yeah, I remember, I remember like the first, you could, you could tell when someone was dating somebody when they had him as the number one friend. Oh yeah, for sure. That was a dead giveaway. I remember that. And I remember like if I was dating a guy and he put like his friend before me and I was number two, I was like, <gasps> how dare you? Yeah. I was like, okay. And you think about how much drama that caused too. Like, like why did MySpace think it was okay? I put my phone on i put this computer on do not disturb and i'm getting rudely interrupted this computer is being a badass too i seriously i did put do not disturb what 
Apparently, it doesn't care. Rude. Oh, no, yeah, I took it off before. That was weird. Oh, well. So, uh, <laughs> okay, so trying to move back to what we were originally talking about. Yes. So, you decided, like, you know, fuck this. Is that what your thoughts were? You said you got to yeah. move on. Yeah, move you got to move on. So, yeah, so you moved on, and, you know, you kept your head up, which is, like, really dope that you did that. Because, like, the amount of time I felt like the stuff just kind of kept happening. And I was like, man, this girl, like, she just, like, keeps just, like, for me, I would, like, drag it out for, like, a week or something like that. Just because that's how I am emotionally. But you didn't. You were, you, you were, you told me, you were like, oh, yeah, I know, it really sucked. And the next day, you're just like, okay, hi, how's your day going? I'm like, and it happened to you, like I said, because, like I said, this stuff was out of your control. It just really sucked because the stuff kept happening to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Believe me, it, it sucks. Yeah. So moving forward, you just, like, you know, audition for other things, and you got this cabaret thing, right? Yeah. So it's been a long year in many way, many more ways than one. You know, I still, like, keep auditioning for things. And naturally, for every actor in the world of theater, I will yeah. say this, you are, bound, you are bound to get more no's than yeses. But the yeses you'll remember forever, and the yeses leave a huge impact on you, whether it's your career or just what you want to do in life as a hobby. Like yeah. either way, it will leave a strong impact. And you right. really need to focus more on the yeses and the noes. And if you, you know, because you're bound to get more noes, like that don't let that stop you. Like learn from them. Like I've had auditions where they're they're just plain bad. Yeah. And like I came out knowing they were bad. And I'm like, okay, I accept defeat with grace. <laughs> I walk out. And just practice some more, pick more songs in your repertoire or more monologues if you're an actor, learn more dance moves and keep training if you're a dancer. Like, just keep going for it, you know? If you believe you can do it, you can actually do it. Yeah, so that's where I was. So that's, that makes sense. So you are, the way you overcome rejection is just understanding that in, in your line of business. <laughs> that's not yeah, the right I word. Guess. Like, it's a part of, it's a part of the job. Of what you do, because you are, you know, you graduate with theater, like, that's what you want to be career-wise, so you're in line of career path or whatever. You, like, understand that, like, you know, it's going to be no's, and that's, like, that's just how it is, and, like, honestly, like, I can relate in the One Hope thing, because One Hope, it's just, like, if you get no's, we're going to celebrate it, because it shows your work in business, and, like, that's what they teach us. Like, when you get a no, celebrate it. Mm-hmm. And that's how they teach us for overcoming like a rejection and such. But that's that's a, that's a good way of thinking about it. There's and, this one show. Sorry, is it alright if I tell this story? No, you can't talk, Laura. Okay. <laughs> I'm not well, now that there. I got your permission, <laughs> I'm not gonna put that in there. <laughs> Go on. Okay. I was auditioning for The Sound of Music for this one theater company here in Florida. Now my audition, it was over Zoom. I'll just say it. I kicked ass in that audition. I wonder yeah. if I wonder if I heard you. you I know there I was one. Did. There was one that I remember hearing you do. I'm like, oh, she sounds great. She's yeah. Okay, go on. And the directors and career team were like immediately, um, Laura, would you like to get called back yes, for this show? I remember that one. And so I'm just you know saying there or standing there and being like, well, sure, of course. That's why I auditioned, of course. So <laughs> we were just chatting. They really loved the song. And then I got the email for the roles. I was called back immediately. And I did this little happy dance in the living room, jumping up and down, squealing, like, <laughs> that sounded weird. But yeah, just so excited that I got called back. Yeah. And so the callbacks happen. I make it to the final round mm-hmm. for the role of Sister Margareta. It's between me and like two other girls. And the callback went fabulously. 
Now, keep in mind, this happened during the pandemic mm-hmm. where shows with a big ensemble cast, like The Sound of Music, for example, because you got the nuns and the party guests and all these other roles, it was all cut down, very limited, because they couldn't have enough actors mm-hmm. on stage because corona. And I found out later that I didn't get the role, but I was still so, so freaking happy because I made it that far. Yeah. Like, the final... The final, it was between me and two other girls, so. You know, it's so good. Uh, this is so different between me and you, but it's such a good thing that I need to learn from you, is that, remember how I was, like, I really wanted this job? Yes. And I made it to, like, pretty much the last round, and then they just, like, rejected me, and I was yes. just crying myself to sleep, and, like, I wasn't, you wasn't crying myself to sleep. I actually cried during the day, not at sleep. Um, but the way you thought of it, you're like, I made it this far. For me, I'm just like, oh, my God, why me? <laughs> I, I think, and I was like, I need to, like, change the way I think about things. And, like, I just think it just, for me, it caught me, you know, like, it caught me completely off guard. But, I mean, it's all about attitude. It's what it sounds like. It is me. all about attitude. It's about attitude. And, like, I guess I just need to have a better attitude. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. We'll see. We'll see. Um <laughs> Okay. okay, so after all the pain that Laura went through, she got a gig. You could tell the gig, Laura. So the gig is called the Misfit Players of Orlando's The Great Movie Cabaret. Okay. If you're wondering if it why it sounds like The Great Movie Ride, <laughs> like wow. yes, it's I think the title is obviously inspired by The Great Movie Ride, but mm-hmm. The Great Movie Cabaret mm-hmm. is going to be this amazing show on the Misfit Players of Orlando's YouTube page. Yeah. And I was selected and I'm going to be singing the song Somewhere Over the Rainbow from The Wizard of Oz. That's cool. Yeah. And I know it premieres on Saturday, but you said it will stay on YouTube, right? It will stay on YouTube. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll put it in the link in the description so people want to check it out. Yeah. And I'll put a little sneak peek of it on my Instagram story on Saturday. Like if you want to hear more, <laughs> go to the YouTube page. <laughs> Awesome. So question for you. Yes. How does that work since it's virtual? So I recorded the song in our living room. Like I've been doing a lot of things lately in the living room, <laughs> either in the living room or out in our front porch under a hornet's nest. That was fun. <laughs> I really can't wait to see like how this looks like the creativity with it being virtual. I'm oh yeah. For that. So do you have like any auditions in the making or any upcoming a couple, yes. I have a couple of auditions coming up in the future, and I feel really good about them. Nice. So, what is your biggest goal? I think I think I already know what it is, honestly. To put it simply, just to make a living doing what I love. And to be on Broadway. And to be on Broadway. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, well, I feel like a biggest goal for a theater person is to be on Broadway. Of course, that's everything one's dream to be on that's in theater to be on broadway or yeah. to be in the movies or to do a cruise line would you ever like do film absolutely you would nice yeah I, that sounds so fun i would love to do film voiceover have you ever um is there any auditions in orlando for film so kind of orlando's not really like a film place more like a it's more like theme park theme parks theater, and tourism and- tourism yeah it's not really film. I wonder if there is. I mean, I feel like I'm sure there's probably going to be something. 
you know, a lot of TV shows, they do an episode where, oh, this main family's going to Disney World or this family's going to Universal. Yeah, even if you can just be like an extra somewhere, at least you get, you get your foot in the door, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Being an extra, I was an extra. Have you been an extra? I haven't, but I have a couple of friends who live in New York who have. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. So you definitely, you know, you're still a young girl. You know, things are going to brighten up. I mean, they're already brightening up, so that's good. Um, so the thing I like to end on is any, like, last piece of advice that you would like to give my audience who can relate into your situation. Just look on the bright side, basically. Yeah. There's a song from Spamalot, Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. How does it go? Always look on the bright side of life. I wish I knew the rest of the Jazz song. hands. Jazz hands. <laughs> Just always look on the bright side and believe in yourself that things really do get better if you work hard, stay true to your goals, and have fun doing it too. Like directors love an actor that's having fun doing what they're doing or a singer that's having the time of their life on stage doing what they're doing. Yeah, and they can sense that, I guess, right? Yeah, they can sense they that. They can sense it and see it. Like yeah. they can see an actor or singer enjoying doing what they're doing or really getting into the character and taking it seriously. What would be your dream character? Like, or like dream play or show or whatever. Okay. Dream play. Lame is a Rob. I've never seen that one. It's so good. It's one of the first musicals I've seen and it, it's so beautiful and phenomenal. Like every, if you're a theater kid, you know what lame is. So I'm not. I, I know what it is. I just never saw it. I would love to play either Fontaine, Cosette, mm-hmm. or Epping. Like any one of the three main ladies of lame is. What do you think about Rent? Rent's my favorite. I love Rent. Rent's a good show. I like Rent. I love Rent. I always wanted to be in Rent, but they never had it in my high school. So I was in Hairspray, Into the Woods, and West Side Story. Oh my god. I love Into the Woods and I love all those musicals. Yeah, they're good. I wish I did in my freshman year, but I had like no confidence freshman year. <laughs> but yeah. All right, Laura. Yes. Laura. Gracias for being on the podcast. The nada of Mentally Abatas. It's it's an honor. <laughs> and everyone i will be putting all of her links if you want to check her out performing and such and stay tuned i will be talking about the upcoming episode and thanks for listening all right so next week we're going to be talking with Kristen about how you can have everything but still some feel like you want to die we are going to be talking about some triggering topics such as suicide and can be detailed so if this is something that may trigger you please don't listen but if it doesn't then enjoy